Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. Episode 173, Unbecoming of Age. It's a podcast. Two guys met on social media we've never met in real life. I'm one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin, I just want to let people know they should jump off the Sears Tower. Just, just jump off the Sears Tower in the middle of winter. No, in the middle just, of winter. Yeah, but then but do the opposite. Don't do that because that's what they said. I never really pay attention to that little opening about uh, we're a cautionary tale. Just because it's like white noise for me. You know, it's like when you work in like a retail store, like a Starbucks, and they play the same music all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like there were, there were times, I, I think, even now, actually, if you go into Whole Foods, they're playing like 90s music, Counting Crows and whatever. And it's just like, you know, you, yeah. you hear Mr. Jones 17 yeah. times a day, you've blocked it out. You just, yeah. you don't even, you have to. Yes, that's true. You know, it's like, uh, you ever yeah. call American Express? You ever call them up and they have a recorded line and they there's a beep the entire time you're on the call and it happens like intermittent, like every 20 seconds? It drives me nuts. They they must block it out. I'm sure they do. Yeah, that's yeah. the way that's the way it goes. And yeah, yeah and it, Counting a, Crows now is oldies. It's, it's yeah. the oldies. Yeah. It, yeah, as a matter of fact, I, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't even realize it when I used that example. I was I was in the Whole Foods last night. I'm in the frozen food section, and there's a woman my age, and she's singing along. And I was just like, Mr. John. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess we are the same age. Yeah, that's us. We're old. Looking over at her going, what the hell is your problem, old lady? And you realize, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. She looks kind of hot. <laughs> Guns N' Roses is, uh, is oldies. It is, yeah. Um, yikes. I'm not sure, you know, uh, I guess then what would be, because I think, you know, we've talked about this, that, um, you know, music's gone in a lot of different directions. And so, you know, for people, um, okay, so 10 years from now, what, what will be playing on the Muzak stuff? Uh, will it be um, Billie Eilish or, uh, you know, what's, what's going to be on? I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I, I joked years and years. This is in college. I joked about um, the idea of uh, let's say Public Enemy, Flavor Flav having like a Vegas you know show like a residency you know right like you, you know and and then in, but I was watching uh, New Year's Eve. I was flipping around the channels and uh, the two drunk uh, gay fellas. Who were the two drunk gay fellas on uh, CNN? Uh, Anderson Cooper and uh, Andy Cohen. And uh, they were like two drunk gay frat boys. <laughs> it was actually fantastic. <laughs> and so they 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 did a, a live remote with with uh, Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. Christina Aguilera has a residency at in Vegas. You know, I think we were we were talking about Carrot Top, right? right? I think we were talking about him having a thing. But it, it's gotten to this point where it just sort of shifts with the times. Like you, you know, Snoop Dogg is regularly in movies. You know, it's just like he's he may actually he still may be sipping on gin and juice, but he's doing his thing, and it's like yes. so like Muzak is not even a thing anymore. Oh. Like you say that. If I asked my kids what is music, I maybe Cameron would know only because he plays music and listens to a lot of music, right? And he, and he looks things up. But I don't know that you. I don't know if you. I I bet you they changed their business model. I mean, yeah. for those who don't know, music would take popular music, and they would do an instrumental. It was like called elevator music, you know, yeah. or waiting room music, where they would take these hits and sort of turn them into like kind of like soft, sort of light FM style instrumentals. I think it's exactly. fabulous. Yeah. Or, I don't know if yeah. that company do they exist? I don't even know. I'm pretty sure they do, but I think okay. that again, I think because of the time, they've changed. You know, um, you know, as a matter of fact, I was just talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he he he's also a theatrical teamster, but he owns two bars and restaurants. And and I mentioned to him, he's like, "Can you talk?" I said, "Sure, yeah." But I'm about to record my podcast, and then he he's, he's never listened to it, and he asked, you know, you know, can you get sued for 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 that for saying? I was kind of joking about it with uh, some of the things I've said. I said, "Well, I can't get sued for, you know." cursing and, and saying negative things but if I say something slanderous or libelous I, I 
probably, but it's so under the radar, it seems unlikely. You know, I said that with music, possibly, but again, you know, we could always just pull all the episodes down, just pull the RSS feed or, you know, any of the episodes that would have that music. It's one of the reasons we don't put music there and sort of, you know, it's, I can't remember. Oh, so he was telling me that his brother-in-law who also owns a restaurant got sued and he didn't know the name, but he would, they were sued by either ASCAP or BMI because there was a time where you would pay, you know, the rights to, you know, the two companies that repped the artists. You still, so the artists, yeah, still do. And you still do. That's right. You still yeah. have to do that. And there's a third one now too, I think. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, and, and w- when I was working at Bumble and Bumble, which was a hair product company, but they also had the hair salon, when we opened up the bigger second hair salon, and you know, it's owned by a larger publicly traded company, it was my boss and I that went to, we didn't know who to go to, so we went like the head of, uh, the VP of finance for the company and said, mm. we have to do this. Like, we can't just play music in a retail space. And, you know, especially in New York City at a high-end hair salon, you know, it's like someone who from BMI, an artist might come in, you know, and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's my song, you know? So, but I mean, he didn't know the exact number that his brother-in-law was, but he, it was a, it was a, it wasn't a small number. He said it was like 32,000. I said, they probably have a formula for that, you know, for this. So I reached out to um, BMI and ASCAP and uh, set up the account. And then whatever it was, it was a monthly fee for the two retail locations because we had an uptown salon and a downtown salon. And considering we're in New York City, you know, it's probably worth it. You know, an artist could walk in and say, that that's my music, you know, you right, just have right. a license or whatever. Or, or sort of, there are plenty of people that work in the music industry and <laughs> that could come into a high-end hair salon. And, and you know, so it was like my, my I, I, I would imagine though, you know, they go after companies that are not paying, you know, like I, I, right. I, like Peloton, the, the bike company doesn't, you know, they didn't pay the first time around when they're doing it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I they, know. they used to actually, at one point they actually had like field agents and the field right. agents, their, their gig was just a, okay, we're going to, we're going to walk through certain places. We know that are high likelihood that there might be some sort of, you know, that there's music playing and they're not using some kind of a service. And so they would just walk in and out of places and, and just, you know, listen and uh, try to figure it out. And uh, they'd catch people sometimes, and, you know, and for as much money as they ch- charged for fines and, and things like that with, with companies, it was uh, it was worth that for them, you know, to go be able to go around and do that. So that's what they did. I don't know if that, that's still probably not the, the model these days, but anyway, yeah. That's how it works. If you're playing, if you're playing bombs over Baghdad, you you you, you got to pay for it. Yeah, you do. Even if there are bombs over Baghdad. Have you been? Have you been? So have you been paying attention to the Salmani? The Salmani, uh, you know, killing the the whole thing, the, the oh, general, okay, so, or yeah, any I, of it, particularly what's been going on the last couple of days and and today with his funeral in his hometown. You know, it's, so it's General Salamani, who was a general for Iraq, who was killed by for those not paying attention um by U- u.s military as drone strike trumps yes. yeah was drone it a drone strike. strike i don't know the details of it yeah drone strike they they f- knew where he was going he was with um a he was actually with an iraqi general uh, apparently in the same yeah, car that's right. and, and they were uh um headed off for some sort of uh, event that uh um, he was feeling pretty cavalier, apparently, and uh, didn't feel like he was uh, had any reason to uh, to hide. Now, um, there. Okay, so paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know much about the, the guy, obviously, and I didn't. Um, um, I guess what I've been trying to do is figure out a little bit uh, about okay, what's Iraq been up to? You know, what uh, it, was there some sort of a you know a credible uh, reason for them to have uh, to have done this? Because most of the well, it, literally every single. Uh, every single person that's uh, military that's uh, commented on this has said, uh, "Yeah, fuck the guy. He was a he was he was a, a bad dude, and uh, he was uh, bad enough that we should have taken him out." Um, there's not a there's not a single voice uh, on the United States uh, intelligence or military side. No, that's, I mean even even Biden that. said that. I mean, but I but I think yeah. there is some agreement that the way in which it was handled was not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I've the seen most of- prudent thing. But again, there may be that part of it that there may have been something specific that was happening. But like the unit oh, threat, I don't know. You know, lots I mean? of spe- lots of specifics there. And I think, w- like most things, like pretty much everything that's involved with uh, you know this this kind of stuff, where it starts to get political and people want to want to say, okay, it's Trump, you know, um, and uh, so therefore uh, there, there's got to be a, a bad reason for it. If if you want to get yourself in a in a in a, a a filter bubble that supports your your point of view, it's it's easy to do. It really is. Um, and from from either side. So if you look at the if you look at the um, side of we should have done it. Um, okay, they, they say um, he was he's been involved with. Uh, um, they estimate about six hundred um, six hundred deaths that he's that he's orchestrated mo- most recently, and that's not even including um, just a few years ago. Um, Iran. I didn't realize this, uh, but Iran was involved with a lot of attacks in South America, which I didn't know about. Um, mm-hmm. But um, they did a bunch of there's a bunch of attacks that uh, happened in South America that Iran orchestrated, where they were doing these revenge killings and uh, carrying out um, these uh, these terror attacks, basically. And then um, so there's there's a bunch of other stuff they've been involved with uh, a, a bunch of shadow wars that he's he's helped support and have been very actively involved in, in mostly in the Middle East. The stuff that's gone on in Syria, the stuff that's gone on in Iraq, the stuff that's gone on uh, in a, a variety of other uh, countries. He's caused a bunch of shit with uh, with Israel, which scares the the life out of me because Israel is uh, uh, more likely to I think cause shit than anybody in the in the whole well equation. in the region yeah in, in the region. And so sure. you got a bunch of stuff that's gone on. He, he's been uh, he's been a guy. Okay, was this a un unprovoked attack on the side of the United States? Absolutely not. I mean, there's there's no fucking question. This guy's been a right. has been a uh, has been a dipshit, uh, and he's been involved with uh, a, a nation that's had a thousand year history of causing um, grief and shit in the in the in the. They're not a peaceful people. They're not a peaceful nation. The Shia, the Shia sect of of the Muslim religion is the uh, actively military uh, militaristic. Um, um, side of things and he's very involved in that and um you know the, the idea that he's he's a peaceful uh, good guy <laughs> no there's no fucking i mean there's no argument that that, that you can make and in a million years this guy is a, is a is is somebody that wasn't in he was in the game he was in the he's in the killing game actively in the killing game right. okay if you say right. that if you say that okay was this the best way to deal with that i don't fucking know well, i mean dude, i, I, I I'll I'll say some blasphemous things. Sure, go ahead. If uh, a foreign nation killed one of our generals, it would yes. start a war. Now, granted, right. we're it would start a war immediately. Right? Yes, there would be some serious, um, you know, reaction to that yeah, one thing. Yeah, right. You know, so it's sort of this: if you were in a war or in battle, it's such a. What are the rules of engagement? I don't really know, but it's just it was the thing that a couple of things get me is that Soleimani, um, he had his uh, the funeral procession. I don't know if it was today or yesterday at this point because we're recording it yesterday. Night. And so today yesterday, both. and uh, apparently fifty, approximately fifty people were killed because they were trampled. Trampled. There was a, some and, sort and of a stampede. That's fucking insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I mean, nobody died at, as far as I know, nobody died at Biggie Smalls' wedding. I mean, wedding. <laughs> His funeral. Funeral. Sorry, that Tupac's was Tupac's funeral. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> nobody got trampled at Tupac's yeah, funeral. Yeah, Biggie Smalls, a wedding and a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, so, so uh, you know, I'm just that's, that's pretty insane, you know? Like, but then again, we have people trampled at sporting events, you know, when the team wins. It, it's happened. I mean, not exactly. I don't know. <laughs> not in a long time, but there's <laughs> yeah. been, there's been crazy shit. That's there was, what was the concert? The, uh, with Hell's Angels and Rolling Stone. How many people were killed at that Ultima, concert? Ultima, two. Uh, Ultima, two. Only two? Look at that. Two, I think something like that. The, the more were killed, there were, I think there was like, uh, it was like eight or 10 or something like that at the, the Who concert in, uh, Yeah, there were quite a bit. And then the, the Great White concert with the fire in, Oh, with the fire uh, thing. Rhode Island. about that. That was, yeah. that was, uh, uh, maybe 12. I don't know right. the exact number. I'm throwing it out there from my yeah. memory, which is, it's, and I've had a stroke. So, um, but and, and then, but did you know? I don't know if you listened to this interview. Um, the uh, the uh, Iranian um, foreign minister. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Uh, was was supposed to come and address the United Nations, but right. he's being denied a visa right now. 
He wasn't coming for this. This was scheduled like th- almost three weeks ago. Yeah. And anyway, so this, this is, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Foreign uh, Minister Mohammed Javed Zarif. And I'm telling you, so he's being interviewed about the killing. And it's like, th- this guy, though, I was like, you know, he, 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 he sounds incredibly intelligent. Like, like really very well-spoken, very articulate, perfect English. And it was just like, it was scary. Like the things he was saying, it was like, like he probably oh, went shit. to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> he possibly did. And, and so, but you, you, you're, you know, and again, I'm not saying the, you know, that, that the Iranian government is doing good things, but his way of talking the way and everything he said, it's just like, this was an act of aggression, an armed attack, albeit a cowardly armed attack against an Iranian official in foreign territory. It amounts to war, and we will respond according to the, our the, own the time with, and choice. No, no, but, matter but, how, but, no matter how well-spoken and how, how articulate and how uh, reserved he sounded when he said that, the thing about that, though, is it's that part of it leaves off the, the, the comma but that came before that, which was they've yes. been pulling shit everywhere across well, the fucking well, Middle East and with, with us. Well, they have directly at, they, have, they, have also, they have already... Before this, they directly attacked. Th- that was Americans. addressed. That those questions were asked, and that was addressed um, by uh, Mary Louise Kelly uh, from NPR. And sort of, and but 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 I guess my point is simply this: is that it feeds into any propaganda machine on that side, right? You sure, can paint sure. the United States and particularly Trump, particularly because of things that he has said and he addressed those things in his tweet like uh, um, about attacking, uh, about um, bombing Iranian cultural sites. I don't right. remember, I don't know exactly how he said it. I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't read it. I don't know exactly. Apparently he pulled back from that, but in, in, in a lot of ways, it's like he not, he not helping the cause in that he sense. Li- he likes to talk shit. I mean, he, and he, right, but gonna, there are times, yeah. there are times maybe it's best not to talk shit. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Totally there agree. are certain, it, it's, it's forget about diplomacy. It's just, it is dangerous and it may cause lives again you know it's yeah like it's i don't know it's maybe maybe i'm talking out of turn and don't know fuck all about no i think which is true i don't know no i think everything you're saying i think and i've been i've been trying to here's my my frame of mind i've been trying to um um I guess uh, when when somebody says something, no no matter how, um, and I think a lot of what's what's being said is is being said by um, people as ignorant as I am about the situation. Which is, am I an expert on any of this? No, I'm, I'm I am not. It's all, everything is hearsay, and you pick up stuff. And like I said, you get in these filter bubbles where you you maybe want to support a certain frame of mind because that's the way you're leaning. Um, that that said. Um, when when I've read things or I've heard people talk about things, I, you know, I, I want to um, I, I understand completely where they're at least I, I'm trying to understand completely where they're coming from, and their their frame of mind and their point of view. And um, I've been cognizant of the idea based on the some of the stuff that Tulsi Gabbard and um, I've talked about. Um, there's a, a, a guy named uh, Jimmy Dore, who's a comedian who has, a, I think, a Jimmy Dore, I think, is, is he, he, this guy. Actually, if you listen to his show, he is maybe one of the uh, most astute people you're ever going to hear speak about foreign policy he knows what's gone on over the last 20 years um, that's happened in such a detailed way and can talk about it in in a manner that um that is is so advanced uh that um he's he's made me think a lot lately about the idea that we shouldn't be involved in a lot of this this uh these bullshit wars and these things on foreign soils um that said i realize there's another frame of thought where they saying this guy's these fuckers are are pulling a lot of shit. They're they're um, they're out in the Strait of Hormuz or whatever that is, uh, and they're they're um, basically uh, stopping ships and taking people hostage, and they are killing people, and they are involved in these um, like I said these wars in Syria. They are involved in these these all these conflicts, and they're stirring up a bunch of shit. Uh, and they are destabilizing a region under the idea of this um, 
of this uh, mindset that let's play this long game and we'll continue to do this with the idea that um, we are and they are a theocratic government that it's a government that is a religion so this religion runs the government they hang gay people on the streets they don't they this is not anything like the fucking united states no matter how nicely this guy speaks no matter what he says um these people are nothing like us nothing like us that the what it goes on in 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 iran in iraq it's a completely fucking different world uh, based on a religion a religion that in my mind is fucked in the gourd but uh and, and i don't want to see religions run governments okay so that said I'm thinking about all of this and I'm thinking, okay, if we have religion, if we have Catholicism, we have Christianity, we have the Muslim religion, we have the Jewish religion, we have whatever, we have nations, we have countries, it's, it's only reasonable to assume that what has gone on from the beginning of time, which is we're going to, we have these wars based on all this stuff and we're going to be killing each other based on all this stuff. If I'm going to live in the United States, um, is it reasonable for me to assume that this shit's going to continue? Is it, or what would it be reasonable for me to to uh, to expect that it's going to stop? Maybe that's a better way to put it. Um, and it's in my mind, it's not. I know it's going to continue. So I, I hope that whether it's um, whether it's um, go back as far as you want to, whether it's Bill Clinton or whether it's George W. Bush or whether it's H.R. Bush or whether it's uh, Barack Obama or whether it's Bill Clinton or whether it's uh, whoever these guys, they've all gotten involved in shit. We've been doing this since 1947. This nation building, let's protect the world, let's support democracy, let's fuck with governments and nations and people, and let's insert ourselves in, and pull this bullshit, uh, a lot of it off the, off, the ch off the charts, if you will, without permission. Um, there's, by a lot of estimates, I read that uh, during the Obama administration, as an example, there were 2,800 drone strikes that took place. We're, we've killed a lot of people, not as high level as that guy, but we've been killing a lot of people for a long time with these drone strikes. Is that a good thing? Um, I, I wish we, I wish we weren't doing it. I mean, I really do. I, I think it would be great if we could just stay over here and be peaceful and everybody would leave us the fuck alone. And, um, we could expect everybody else would leave each other the fuck alone. That would be, that would be an ideal world. But, um, I think, well, I, I, I it's unrealistic though. <laughs> It's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, you know, uh, if you're here, we, uh, we, there should be a separation. In my mind, there should be a separation of church and state. Truly, a separation of uh, church and state. It's America, yeah. You know, we we there shouldn't be religious lobbies. Yeah, that be there shouldn't be lobbyists at all. But um, right. where you have a politician in your pocket, you know, and uh, that you have freedom of religion here, regardless of the religion. And uh, you just can't break the laws. So, you know, if you're going to beat your wife, well, your religion doesn't protect you from that, you know, whatever the thing may be. Yes. You know, you, you can't cut off someone's, uh, you know, an eye for an eye. You know, you can't cut off someone's hand because they stole. That's really you, not up to you. You can in some yeah. countries, not here. Well, no, you can in some countries, but I'm saying here. Let's just say your right. religious yes. country allows that, yeah. right? Right. So it's just sort of, you're... You know, you you come to this country and then you follow the laws, whatever the laws may be. You know, there are some laws that are stupid, I'm sure, smaller ones. But, uh, you know, the the pretty big ones, I think, are pretty spot on, you know. Right. I, mean, I agree, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and the punishment uh, sometimes fits the crime. We're not perfect. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, America World Police, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand a lot of it. You know, um, the one thing that from listening to some of the interviews with retired uh, generals is that uh, regardless of the questions that they were asked, I don't think any of them outright said it was wrong. Right. Um, um, but they almost uh, a few of at least two of them said it without necessarily saying it wasn't necessarily the best move or timing you know in in but they didn't really get into that and i think that's sort of having a respect for the position military. of the president and the commander-in-chief and know? the military they, that's where they come you know from where right they come. you know so yeah. it, regardless of what their personal opinion might be mm -hmm. of the man himself 
you know, and uh, there are plenty that didn't necessarily respect Clinton or 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 Bush, Bush too, or you know, or right. or Barack Obama. You know, but I think there's somewhat of a separation, particularly when you get to that level of being a general. Yeah, you know that doesn't—they they don't just dole that out to anyone. Yeah, I saw They're, this. Somebody made this this statement recently. I just read this. It was um, if if you're going to be if you, the president of the United States, all presidents are killers. All presidents. Kill people. Have blood on their hands. They, every single one of them. Um, maybe back, and I was thinking about that. I thought, is that true? What you know? I was like, okay, maybe Jimmy Carter didn't. I don't. No. I don't know. <laughs> but um, and you know, if, there's a lot of people that aren't. Um, you know, the idea that um, you, you know, if you mention Jimmy Carter and you talk about in the same country, we talk about Iran. Um, okay, there's a ton of people in, in the world today that don't realize that. Um, this has gone on uh, for the most part since uh, the Shah of Iran was uh, in control for many, many years. And when the Shah left, or when the Shah was overthrown by the, by this this group of of religious people, they they decided to take the country back over, and this um, the the country was in upheaval. Okay, so the U.S. embassy was overrun. And this religious group now in control in Iran took hostage a bunch of Americans and held them hostage for like two years. Uh, and um, Jimmy Carter decided we shouldn't do anything about that uh, and uh, was uh, was uh, pretty meek, the meekest he could possibly right. be in, in a response. And, and um, we had no rescue attempt, uh, apparently. That or There was one, apparently, that failed. That, and after that, they, they uh, he stopped everything. And uh, those guys sat there until Ronald Reagan took over. And then they decided the day after Ronald Reagan took over that probably now uh, – this change of of government, he, they, it was a good idea to let everybody go, and because Reagan's probably going to come in, and and uh, it's not going to be a good thing. Is how it played out. So, um, well, and it's gone on since then in some uh, form. It is. What is today? Today is Tuesday, January seventh, and it's ten twenty three p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. I just googled uh, something. So it turns out Iran attacks Iraqi military bases right. home to U.S. troops. This is about fifty minutes ago. Dozen just, missiles. Now you, I didn't see this until just now. So, yeah, I'd read uh, it before uh, we started. A dozen oh, missiles. before we started, missile strikes against two Iraqi military bases housing U.S. forces in retaliation to the airstrike that killed Iranian General Soleimani five days ago. Um, yeah, so uh, so we strike; they strike back in a bigger way. Now, what's next? Well, I'm going to go to Trump's Twitter account right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I read as we were getting started that. He was uh, in a closed door conference with with uh, somebody. His his uh, who knows, and they're deciding what to do next. Um, so here's what I hope. Here, my, my hope with all of this is, like I said, you go back to Soleimani. Um, he, like I said, he was in the game. He was he was uh, the idea that he was uh, a uh, an innocent uh, person that has been um, targeted unnecessarily is um uh is silly uh, it, it really is um he was in the game so he, you know he gets taken out all right it was very high profile should we have done this um i really don't fucking know what, what level of response should have happened over the uh from some of the things that haven't that have happened recently it seems like that was um that was a lot it seemed like uh you know obviously this has riled some things to a a, a degree that we didn't uh, probably most americans would say i would really not uh, have us ratcheted up to that point but what i hope at this point is um i don't want any americans um um to die and uh you know unnecessarily or otherwise over this whole thing but it looks like that's probably going to happen i guess what i hope now is that it stays military in in nature and that right. um right. if uh, those that are in the game are the ones that are involved and uh, if uh, the military is involved uh they're regardless of what whatever level we would like to through the news or otherwise would like to put uh, iran on um they're a uh 
they're a small country, and um, they're they're a very fierce, warlike, uh, angry small country. But um, I, um, I, you know, we're we're a big angry country. We're a big angry country. But we like to buy shit, so there's that, <laughs> and, there's and oil. so you know, I, <laughs> yeah, we really like buying lots of shit at Costco. With, yes, and we don't want to spend three dollars a gallon or more for gasoline. <laughs> we do not. We refuse to, and that's part of the problem. Uh, by the way, Donald Donald J. Trump uh, tweeted, uh, according to this, thirty nine minutes ago. So we're talking about uh, just before ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm 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 a little surprised by this. Uh, this is regarding the strikes, the missile strikes at the uh, military bases in Iraq. All is well, exclamation point. Missiles launched from Iran at two military bases located in Iraq. Assessment of casualties and damages taking place now. So far, so good, exclamation point. (laughs) We have the most powerful and well-equipped military anywhere in the world by far, exclamation point. I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. Now, it, it, it still has the tone of, of Trump, yeah. but it has punctuations. <laughs> it has punctuation, no spelling errors. Capital, capitals. It, it is capitalized properly. Everything is spelled correctly. Like I said, there's punctuation. Um, he, didn't, he didn't capitalize by far. It was only one exclamation point. And then... A measured, I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. So I just want to know exactly how, I want to know what he really said and who actually wrote that tweet. He didn't write that, no. That is, no, no, that is by, I'm fascinated by that. There, in my mind, there is no way that his brain, whether he's got dementia or not, is able to, after having those meetings, to get on his phone and write that. And I'm I'm not even joking. Like, Like, I'm not, like... I, I don't follow him on Twitter. I don't read a lot of his Twitter accounts. Usually I hear something and I go like, did he Did he really? No. Did he say that? And then I go and I go, oh, yeah, he did. He wrote that. Someone did. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, so I again, I, I that is that is a more measured uh, a measured thing, you know. So who knows the truth of whether or not there are casualties? Who knows if there were... And if there were, I don't think it would have been a good idea to respond to those casualties on Twitter. You know, um, I'm not sure. I don't know. You, know, you want to talk NFL? You want to talk uh, overtime football? What do you want to do? Uh, Car playoffs? You want to uh, talk about the lady who cut me off tonight um, when I, in the rain her. when I was picking, going to pick up my daughter and how I got her license plate number? I had a cop friend run the plate, and I'm going to go there, and I'm going to throw Molotov cocktails at her, uh, at her brother-in-law's house. Not really? hers. Uh, she's not first. No, I'm going to send a warning shot. And that's what's going to happen. She doesn't even know. She went right through a stop sign as well and then cut me off. She went through a stop sign in front of me, real close, through a part. And I'm, it's not okay. So I think she was probably having a bad day. Jared. No, you know what? I, I was having a good day until that moment. And fuck her <laughs> and her whole family. Um, no, well, I, if, if you a, do, a woman did. If you did, do respond did. to her. Um, I think that militarily we're going to have to uh, we're going to strike back hard. And, hard <laughs> I think and we are. We're <laughs> going to strike. We're going to strike. I don't know her name. I didn't get her license plate number. I don't know if it was a woman. It could have been a man. It could have been an Iranian. I don't really know. I I let it go fairly quickly. I, I had a few moments. There was a guy in at the grocery store in my personal space. So um, he got into your personal space. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know when you're in the in the in the line at, at the grocery store, at the checkout line, and you yeah. have a conveyor belt, and you put the divider between yours and their stuff. Yes. And it was two men and a woman, uh, and a woman, mm-hmm. and and he, and they had a shopping cart, one of those two tiered smaller shopping carts. It's basically right. like two uh, baskets, but two layers mm-hmm. on wheels. It's yeah. a shopping cart, but a smaller one. And so w- I was helping. Um, you know, they don't have like. that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let mr big voice take us out thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed unbecoming of age bonus content at unbecomingofage.com subscribe on itunes or your favorite podcatcher find us on social media at unbecoming of age and sometimes when we touch
bagging people as much anymore. You know, like the person who's checking out is is bagging your groceries. So I went around to help with the bagging. And then this guy came through with the cart, but he didn't come all the way through and move it. He was like right there by the, you know, the, uh, you know, you, you, the, the chip reader. Yeah. where you put your card in and I said something to him and then again he was in my space and the cart was and I, I don't like when people are in my personal space in situations like that you know what I mean like wait your turn you're not done yet it's still my turn I don't like when I get in other people's right and I got a little annoyed but I let it go I let it go yeah there was, a third thing. there was a third thing there was a third I, thing this went, <laughs> no. you're, you're gonna say, tell the guy back off Suleimani I do yeah, I don't know if there was a third. I think there was a third thing, but I don't think it bothered me enough to even remember it right now. Uh, but but I, as I was as each of these things happened, and I had a moment, and I was getting frustrated, I I quickly let it go. And I, I'm like, you know what? It, you know, there's there's this thing on social media, World War Three. I'm so glad I'm not on Facebook, and I'm I'm not seeing a lot of that. Staying um, out of it, yeah. But my but you know even my daughter Kylie who's fifteen said Dad, she asked about World War Three, you know and and she's seeing it on TikTok and everywhere. Like yeah, my kids asked about it too. You know and like, and I'm like whoa that's a major leap you know like <laughs> it seems like it to me it's an exaggeration. Yeah. Well oh, um, big time I told the kids they don't first of all they don't have any friends so um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of people uh, against them and uh, the other part is if there is a war where, where would that be played out it's going to it's going to happen over there not over here so well yeah yeah so you know and it's sort of (sighs) it would be ugly if if any country tried to attack us on our soil not good. Uh, not we've good. seen that before, you know. So, War it's uh, not good in general. But let's just yeah. And, and listen, and I, I'm, I, I'm not big on war. Or yeah, death. we're not. No, we're, we're agreed. So, whatever way we can, uh, we can diffuse yeah. and, and calm down. Yeah, I, I'm but but that. between but between between this and and you know, the world being on fire. <laughs> Yes, the world, Australia but, but like, is on but fire. But Australia is on fire. Like, like I mean, it's like it's the temperatures. I, like, I, are they in their summer or toward the end of their summer? summer? I don't remember. Right. So, so yeah, but the, the temperatures are are I, I think hitting the high like forty five fifty degrees Celsius, which is like you're starting to push into like a hundred you know one ten to one twenty. Yeah, they've had one fifteen ish stuff. Yeah, that's so. that's. But I saw today though that they said that, uh, um, and there is obviously there's there's global warming involved in this. There, you know, it's it's uh, you know, it's there. Uh, but they did say today that they arrested. I just read that they arrested uh, like 25 people that they believe they believe people are intentionally setting fires. Uh, so you've got a really hot, dry situation and a bunch of kooks that are running around uh, setting setting fires. So um, the world needs we okay. I think this could help out. I was noticing uh, some of the people I work with um, are attending CES, which is the Consumer Electronic uh, Show. show. Yeah, it's going on in Las Vegas right now. It's the biggest show I think they have in in Las Vegas. You know people at your company or people that you've done business with? People at my company are there. Okay. Okay. So you've gone in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm looking at the the new stuff comes through. I've got some uh, stuff set up. So I'm looking at the new stuff, uh, seeing what's going on with the the CES show. And uh, the one that caught my eye was... um, Okay, so they've got this. Uh, they've got this uh, thing that they are. They're talking about that. I guess it's going to be pretty big. So it looks like a band aid. And uh, if you if you Google, uh, this is an article from CNET. If you Google band aid for your taint, you'll be able to find this this uh, this uh, article. So they've got a band aid ish looking device that um, you you attach to your to your taint, and it promises to fix premature ejaculation. And uh, I guess this Band-Aid device that goes on your taint, there's there's an app that goes along with this. And um, your partner, um, you'd have the, 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 the Band-Aid device on your taint. And then um, your, your partner would have the device on uh, or the, the app on their phone. And then they, they control somehow with the app on their phone. They, they uh, can control your ejaculation your premature ejaculation so listen these these are not uh this is these are just prototypes these are not actually working i think if we could get as many of these into the mid-east right now as possible um it would it would 
it would relieve a lot of tension in the Mideast. Um, okay, I'm not participating in this um, because... Um, it's uh, it's a battery that's connected to electrodes. Uh, I don't... I, you're making shit up. I don't know where you saw this. It, it's it's on it's a CNET, uh, CNET, which is a credible place to look at things. I, so, no, I, yeah, I know it is. Yes, sure. Um, so it's a, a battery connected to electrodes designed to send mild electrical impulses to whatever area of the flesh that it's attached to. Now, traditionally, electrodes like this are used to relieve muscle pain, but the taint band-aid, it's different. Okay. It's right. designed I, to I, stimulate and confuse the nervous system with one goal in mind, delaying male ejaculation during sexual intercourse. And it's there for the world at the CES <laughs> okay, show. Okay, listen, listen. I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to block out all the words you're saying to me. <laughs> They, they, the, the, the two of those words together make me very uncomfortable. I'm going to Google the fuck out of it. We've got a big dick measuring contest going on right I, now in the Mideast. I, I don't. Some of them are, uh-huh. some of them have a sweater okay. attached I, to them. Here, okay. <laughs> I don't know do how. Not. I it, it's Turtlenecks. <laughs> so, you know, my, um, I, w- I, w- I was texting my gal, my lady, um, my Susie. Lady friend. Right. right. And, 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 uh. And I, she was she was watching a TV show with her son, and and, and uh, she wrote to me, um, "Have a quote unquote good show. Try not to say pussy or taint too much." <laughs> okay, with a win- no 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 seriously with a winky emoji. And of course, my response is, "Stop that! That's what I'm going to say now." And then she's like, uh, you know, and then, you know, she just says goodnight and, you know. See, and then a, I went a, there. A cute emoji. And, and, then, and then I wrote, you know, all I'm going to say now is Iran, Soleimani, Trump, pussy taint. <laughs> and again, that was me. And I swear, I blocked all of that out. Our conversation about ASCAP and BMI and us getting sued and music and then, then just like the possibility of, 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 a, of a, a conflict in the Middle East that involves us and I'm like, I blocked that all out. And then next thing I know, you're bringing up the consumer electronic. Cool. No way the word taint is going to come up. (laughs) And sure enough, what do you do? Like we, you and I, we don't prep. We don't talk about this. We didn't go like, hey, how was your day? What was you, what was going on? Anything you want to talk about? We don't do that most of the time. No, never. obvious. And then boom, you're, come on. (laughs) See, I would have thought she would have, after the last time, um, I brought it up both times. I I would have thought after the last time, when I was talking about Satan's taint, that um, you kind of sidestepped it. You were were trying really hard to to keep things on a, and I knew, I knew as I was doing that, and you were, you were, you know, kind of pish-poshing me, that you were, you were trying to get to some level of of maturity that, um, I so look. I, I want nothing. I I considered because I'm not working right now. You know, like the 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 TV shows and movies haven't started up yet. Like there were shows that already started, and I haven't gotten work yet. So right. maybe if if maybe next week or the following week, I'm not sure. Could be at the end of January. Who knows? Right. So and 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 I was thinking to myself, you know, like I I want to be a better person. It has nothing to do with the new year. And I'm like, you know what? I, I'm doing stuff here and there, but I'm not being that productive. I should go and, and volunteer somewhere. I've never fucking. I was listening to a few stories on NPR, and and it was like there's mm-hmm. these really incredible, sweet, like touching moments. You know, you hear sure. a, a story core or something, and and you hear like, and I'm like, and I get I get choked up, and I start to tear up, and I'm going like, what the fuck have I done? What did I do? I went to Costco because my mom bought me a membership. She wants me to pay off my debt and pay her back. And then she got me a membership for a place where you spend hundreds of dollars <laughs> when you walk through the door. They just, and, and, and again, I'm not blaming my mom for that. And if she's listening, I love you, mom. And I really appreciate place, that. That was very thoughtful. It's full of big TVs. It's full <laughs> of big TVs. Giant TVs. And, and they're like free, except they cost <laughs> money. Not a lot of money, all things considered, but I don't need the giant TV. I can watch on my phone. It doesn't bother me. I prefer my iPad. I paid too much for that. My you, you know, is this? you know what your mother would say about that if you're yeah. shopping at Costco? What's that? Taint a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. it's, it, it, it taint. Does that cost too much? No, taint, taint that much. So I, I, I hate that I'm going to Google a uh, taint band-aid. I really do. It's and, there. And so, See that. And, Jesus. It's it's. Uh, I've been digging man. in good vibrations. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I know, right? 
Hey, I read. Okay, if we want, is there an app? Is there an app? This, there is an app. There's a, a band. It doesn't work though. It's not a real thing. I don't know that it works. Last it's year at CES, they they had a they had a prototype uh, um, uh, vibrator device last year at, at CES, which was uh, the talk of the town, and uh, it's it's and that apparently turned into uh, a pretty uh, pretty large consumer device. Um, well, I'm not saying it was a large, large vibrator <laughs> device, but anyway, it, it's no. Well, you know, there's there's the and and um, I don't know if you remember when we were on Anchor. I will not mention any names. I don't know any of these people, but um, there was um, there are devices where someone can control that device from afar, afar. and that device. Yeah, so someone could use like what you're saying, like this vibrator device type thing, where it'd be like someone else is controlling it. I, essentially, it takes sexting uh, virtual stuff to the next level, right? There's this person, and I'm fairly confident that there was someone in this in is that the that anchor Dutch woman. Dutch woman. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not mentioning names. Okay. No, no, right. maybe. I don't know. We could talk about it after. It's not really important who the players were, but I remember hearing this thing, and I'm like, what the fuck? There's this whole other, like, I'm kind of digging the audio Twitter potential radio podcast direction that this place is going in. I never would have predicted that Spotify would have bought them, but I'm like, there's this whole other level of social connection that I don't understand. You know, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's magical, and I'm I think I want to tap out. I don't know whether I want to know that information, and I don't like I don't mind that the thing exists. I'm sure there's a market for it, but you know, I there's it's it's going to be big. It's AI. It's it's going to oh, be tapped no, out I, of the like, world. I, I, yeah. I think that I think I think that AI and virtual reality is going to be very real, and I think that when you look back and you look at whether it's the movie two thousand one. Or the movie Her, um, you know, with Joaquin Phoenix, um, you know, falling in love with his um, Scarlett Johansson voice uh, operating system. We're not necessarily that far off from it. And I'm not saying it's going to be an epidemic or for everyone, but it's going to fill some sort of void for some lonely people. If it's going to, yeah, I was going to say, if it's going to go anywhere quickly, it's going to have some sexual thing. Well, the internet, I mean, yeah. for sure, home video, home video, you know, listen, the, 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 uh, the, the big studios, they poo pooed the, the home video market and the idea of it. It was like a joke. Right. Same thing with streaming. It was a joke. And and I, I think I've talked about it before. It's it's um, you know Netflix. I, I you know I jokingly say even though they're not making a profit that Netflix is the the they're going to be the blockbuster of streaming, but not necessarily because they are doing things and being involved with things that like I had no idea. Apparently they were involved with the movie Uncut Gems, the one I was talking to you about, the Safdie brothers with. Uh, um, Adam Sandler, possibly right. his best performance. I mean, uh, on par with Punch Drunk Love. Mm-hmm. So that, it's the most money that any A24 film, this is an independent um, film production company, has ever made. But I, apparently uh, Netflix was involved as well. Now, I don't know if they were involved because of the deal that they have with Adam Sandler. I didn't really look into it. Um, but And also the Golden Globes, even though The Irishman was pretty much shut out um, you know, they they between that and Marriage Story, they had nominations. Yes, for they the did. Golden Globes, and the Golden Globes are a precursor for the, you know, the the Academy Awards. You know? I will say, I tried to watch Marriage Story. It was uh, I depress- haven't watched it. Depressingly awful for me. Uh, I couldn't. Mm. Uh, is there a re- was? I mean, you've gone through a divorce. We don't talk about it a lot. Right, We've talked yeah. about it once or twice. Is yes. it? Did it feel too real? I think anybody that's been on either side of a divorce, whether it's uh, whether you were the, uh, the the couple or you know anybody's you know parents' divorce, probably, it's just yeah, it's so it's so you know it's like what what, what uh, there's nobody there's nobody in the story to like, you know you you want to it's well like Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut uh, always said when, when uh, you're I, writing something you got to give you you got to give you got to create a character somewhere in the in the whole business that somebody wants to like, but. Um, you know, you, I was just watching. I was like, I hate both of these people right now, and I just really want them to go away. And I couldn't finish. I, I just, I had to shut. It I off. haven't watched it. I haven't tried to watch it. I, I, I kind of want to watch it, but I'm not so sure. Yeah. How? I, again, I, I know what it's about. I, I didn't have a perfect divorce. I, it in the sense like I didn't have like a seamless divorce. 
Um, but I didn't well, have a terrible a house. So it's, well, it's no, but okay. but I didn't have but I didn't have but I didn't have a terrible divorce in the sense yeah. that it, it was and and I probably looked at it differently. I'm sure that I looked at it differently. Like I got divorced in Mar- uh, five years ago in March. Okay, I can't believe that. But it, five years ago, March, and and uh, which feels like an eternity ago, and. and I think I'm. I, I look at it differently now. I'm. I'm. I'm confident that I look at it differently now. I don't necessarily look at it, and I don't necessarily look back at it a lot. When I do, I sort of. I. I probably take more ownership, but beat myself up less about it. And. And I don't necessarily. I. I don't see it as a black and white thing. I def. I, I definitely take in my mind. I take uh, ownership of of my poor choices and uh, decisions and and there was a lot of there was a lot of negative and unhealthy shit for me separation divorce post divorce for a little while i wasn't right. depressed i wasn't in a bad place i i didn't deal with a lot of stuff and, mm-hmm. and i don't know that i've even ever dealt with it completely right I, except that i i don't feel like I can ever go back. So when I look at something like a movie like Marriage Story or something that seems very real or listen to a news story or a podcast and I, I can identify with it or see it like and 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 it's being presented in some real way, I don't need to like anyone. I need I, I feel like I need to understand and identify with it or be like, oh shit, you know? And like if it resonates with me you know, and I expect that the marriage story, while my divorce may not be as extreme, there may be there may be moments in that film, and I saw a clip of something, or I heard a clip of Adam Driver like saying terrible shit to her. Right. Uh, it must have been like Terry Gross or you know Fresh Air or something, and and it was like it made me uncomfortable but i was like oh like i don't know that i ever said anything like that but i remember thinking things like that and i may have said things like that mm-hmm. and so so I, I i don't know i i don't think it's going to be like a fun popcorn eaten like <laughs> yeah man that was me that was good that was me right there you know yeah, he told her right i mean i <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, ah, oh, man. I, again, I don't need to 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 be laughing and, and and having a good time in a movie. It doesn't need to be an escape. Yeah, it, 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 you know. Um, I don't know. I, I, I uh, yeah, yeah, and I I like I don't either. I mean, the the, the idea that it has to be a happy ending. Um, no, but it's a, I don't know. I just I I couldn't watch it. I I, I don't know. It, it was, did you watch it? Did you watch it with Rachel? Uh, yeah, we're watching it, uh, and uh, she kind of had the same, I think, reaction I did. She well, was yeah, like, are, 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 I don't know if we ever talked about this. If you, if you have, I, I don't remember. Uh, are you Rachel's first husband? No, she's married before as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah both have been through it, and uh, yeah. it's yeah. Uh, just it was we and we put it on uh, in the kitchen while we were uh, like preparing food, <laughs> right? Because that's what that's how filmmakers intended yeah. films to be watched in the well, kitchen while making food. Martin Scorsese, that's his big bitch. He was to one of his bitches was he doesn't want people watching his movies on a phone. It's like, well, fuck you, you know. It's like that's how we. By the way, don't 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 make a movie with Netflix money. Yes, right, exactly. You know? yeah, or ISIS money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um by Ricky by the way, Ricky Gervais was was God, he was incredible. I was supposed to go. I th- I listen, I so so I was I was texting uh Ray, my friend Ray, the golf swing shirt guy, and yeah. him anyway, I'm not going to the uh I'm not likely to go to the uh golf PGA golf merchandise show and he's looking to buy a camera. So I've been texting him right. about what to get and whatever. So we've been going back back and forth about the, these cameras and and so and then I, I he he keeps he's asking me questions about, you know, 
external mics for like you know first he was with like that zoom audio recorder not at that point anyway so we're going back and forth i said i you know i have to check uh the specs on it uh recording my podcast now i'll look uh into it later or tomorrow he's like are you talking about the mc for the golden globes question mark and then he wrote <laughs> wow and i was like i love ricky gervais yeah but no we're not maybe next and sure yeah. enough boom here we are yeah. we go there here we are so so i listen i thought he was brilliantly funny. Yeah. I thought he was incredible. And I love that uh, Tom Hanks sitting front and center at that table because he got that um, that award, that Lifetime Achievement, whatever the fucking award it was, uh, with his entire family. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and he was grimacing like fucking crazy. He looked so <laughs> uncomfortable. He yeah. really, well, his jokes, all of his jokes were funny. As far as I was concerned, every in a, in a roast, a, a pure roast sort of style. Yeah, he yes. just went, and went but, after. But but every time I've watched the Golden Globes with him, this is this was his fifth time hosting. It's so disjointed, right? He comes out, he opens the show, he he made he made jokes, he made jokes about Martin Scorsese, plenty of them yeah. about the length of the film. Short he made a jokes. joke about Martin Scorsese being really short and tiny. Yeah. And Martin Scorsese, they cut to him. And Martin Scorsese actually, he, he he did the old school roast thing that they did for the Dean Martin roast. Yeah. He's, he smiled and he's like, it's true. It's true. Like, you know, really, yeah. he he did that old yeah. school Hollywood thing. It was it was kind of fascinating. But but Tom Hanks was just grimacing, you know. <laughs> and 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 so and Ricky Gervais said something. That is going to resonate with fifty um, percent of the country, yeah. uh, the Trump, the Trump supporters. Yeah, right. Yeah. He said something about like just just grab your stupid award and he, and, he, and he basically shit on everyone, right? And, yes. and like you don't and, know anything, yeah. You know, and 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 then it, there was a lot going on, and and everything was fine, and nobody said anything po- political until I can't remember when it was. Was it uh, something about? It was Michelle Williams. Uh, Patricia, uh, Michelle Williams was, and, and she was up there for a while. They started playing the music, I think. And then you had um, Patricia Arquette, who's always a hot right. mess, but always. a great actress. Yeah. She's really good. Um, but but she was a little all over the place. And then there was, the, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was a little like emotional and weird and apologizing for his fucked up behavior as playing the Joker. Yeah, but he was he was okay. No, he was fine. He was fine, but yeah. he did say something about the private jet thing, which he's not necessarily wrong about. Right. Like, don't take your private jet. But it, it's it's just such a tough spot. But but Harvey, I mean, not Harvey, I mean, um, uh, Ricky Gervais even made, he made Harvey Weinstein jokes. And, yes. and he immediately, immediately knowing the reaction when, like the wincy, he will say, "No, no, it's your fault. You, you all, <laughs> you know, friend. you're a friend, you know." And and <laughs> fuck, but but it's such a weird thing. Like he wasn't terrible, but I, I didn't really pay attention to any post-show commentary. Oh, there was you know the, the obvious outlets that uh, were going to hate him, hated him, Slate magazine and places like that. You know, which Slate did? Yeah, they of course they thought he was mean spirit, and and you know they they. They said the same thing that, you know, if you use the political analogy, okay, after, um, uh, what's her name, uh, did the, uh, did the Trump roast, uh, what's the, uh, the comedian, um, trying to remember Wolf. Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf, yeah. And Michelle Wolf is funny as shit. She, and she, she said, okay, this is a roast, uh, and I'm going to write roast jokes. And that's what she did. And they were funny. They were, they were, they were really good. Uh, and, uh, but you know, if you were a Republican, you got you you know you were butthurt and offended, and every outlet that was uh, of that ilk, you know, said it was horrible and what she did was awful and it was mean and it was, you know, it was off base, um, which none of which was true because they told her to write, write jokes, you know, and it was supposed to be this uh, roast. That was the, what was that the correspondence dinner? Correspondence dinner, yeah. And it was supposed not to be this a, past year, but the year before. Yeah, yeah. Well, last year, this I think the last time they don't even have a comedian anymore. I, I think really, you're right about yeah. that. I think, yeah, I think Trump may have killed that. Yeah, so, you know, he did it in the roast style, but, you know, they can't take a joke. Well, it's the same, they did this the same same point of view from a from a reverse angle in this instance, but where, there's these various places, you know, that uh, were like, you know, I'm, I'm, my God, how could she have done that? You know, so mean-spirited, so off-base, you know, it's like, you know, no, it wasn't. It was, it was comedy, it was funny. Like you said, it's old-school roast type stuff and like Martin Scorsese sitting there and, and you know doing the ah, 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 you got me you know the laugh that that's the way to react to it you know it's like uh, yeah 
you know. Just yeah, you know, it, it, the thing the thing about a roast is that when you do it, when you do the jokes, you do it in a way that that it's at the end you hug and you smile and you like the person for the yes. most part. Now, roasting Trump, Trump as president. I'm not talking about Trump the developer, Trump the New York guy, right. Trump that used to do Howard Stern and, and used to do every other show like Letterman and whatever, and that almost seemed like he could take a joke. Like, Trump the president, it comes from a different space. You know, I mean, I think it's, uh, I don't even want to defend the guy, but it's just, it's, it is, there is, there seems to be a, an anger about it, and it's a little bit more personal. And again, and I understand why, but you know, I, I think that the, the the tone of a roast is it's in good fun, it's in good spirits for the most part. Ricky Gervais has a thing where he's in, he has a tone, he has a way of speaking, and and he and he comes hard, and uh, and I don't think he comes on a side. You know, I mean, he's an he's an atheist, so you got that side which he doesn't bring up on on you know. There's no reason to bring it up on the uh, right on, on the on the Golden Globes, but for the most part, he he he's very much against any um, you know anti freedom of speech uh, voicing opinions, and uh, it, to, for the most part, yeah. in, in what I've heard, and he and he said some good stuff about it, and for the most part, I agree with him. Again. I, I'm surprised that they hire him as much as they have, and apparently so is he. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, he, he did a great job. I, I thought that was very good. Um, I, was I, good. I was very. Were you moved by anything? I was moved by a couple of things. You were moved. I teared up. Yeah. Were you not moved by what he said? No, no, by other parts of the show. Um, I like don't the know. Ellen tribute. I like well, uh, Kate McKinnon. Yeah. I, 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 listen, I love Kate McKinnon. I think she's a fucking genius. Yeah. And I was very moved by it. Okay. Well, yeah. And, and, and even Ellen and, and talking about Ellen. And I think I had talked to you about Ellen's interview with uh, David Letterman on my. Yeah. And I, I think she's brilliant. And, uh, she's got was, a terrible haircut. I don't yeah. know what the fuck's going on there. But other than that, she, I think she's great. She's brilliant. And, then, and the Tom Hanks thing, too. I yeah, I was gonna, that's what I was just going to say. It's yeah. fantastic. Like, I, I, I was like, man, it's just like, wow. Like, he seems like a very likable, genuine dude. I think he is. He's, he's turning sort of into Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> but I think, I think, yeah, I think that happened a long time ago. Yeah, he's kind of, he is. And those, like you were talking about, the uncomfortable moments where you're sitting there with his, with his mouth open i was waiting for him to go i don't know how you could show you that you know he's like whatever um it's bad but uh anyway um no it was uh yeah he's kind of turned into but he's what is he's 65 years old so the the is he really ish i think okay yeah maybe uh the korean parasite the director of the korean film his his speech was really good yeah yeah, that way. I mean, yeah, he did a whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he needed a translator. I thought they were going to play the music, but uh, he he was good. And um, I haven't seen the film; don't know much about it. Uh, the the comedian Rami, who has a show on Hulu, he won for best actor in a comedy or variety series. Yeah. I know he beat. Uh, I thought it was Bill weird. Hader. I thought it was weird that they put uh, they put Once Upon a Time in Hollywood into the comedy category which yeah you know okay it had its comedic moments for sure but was that a comedy i didn't really look at it that way i i i don't know i mean like i don't know how or why it ended up there um it was but this this rami rami guy i had heard of his show I, i i knew that he was a comedian uh i i knew that he was muslim i didn't necessarily yeah. know that he was egyptian his show is a well it's a new york new jersey show so it's a uh, his character lives in jersey city with his family and uh, it very much feels like it has the tone of louie remember louie's mm-hmm. show yeah. on fx yeah it definitely has that tone okay. you know in the way it's shot and and it's sort of in that realm of that kind of budget really right. independent film style 
and and he plays a, a Muslim guy and and with, who lives with his family and he's very a little bit Americanized, but he's kind of. I watched the first episode; it's pretty good. And his speech was pretty good because he just stood there like a little bit shocked. It was just like you're like he's like I know none of you have seen my show. <laughs> not, not only had I not seen the show, I couldn't have told you what network it was on. You know, what what like, network did you say it was? Or? It's on Hulu. It's so on Hulu. Hulu. It's just a Hulu original thing. Yeah, okay. and I was blown away by the commercials for Amazon and Apple in in how much they're pushing, and and Netflix as well. But particularly Amazon, like Amazon, that they have this movie, Shia LaBeouf's movie. Um, he wrote it. It's Honey called Boy. Honey Boy. Honey Boy. And I really want to see it. I'm fascinated by Shia LaBeouf. And, you know, he's a child actor, and there's a story about him as a child actor and his dad. Dad was crazy. Mother's, his crazy dad. Mother's and whatever. Crazy. Yep. Dad's pretty crazy. And, and so, so uh, and I saw the commercial. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's on. It's not available yet on um, Prime Video. It was soon, but I didn't know it was an Amazon movie, you know. Um, and then that show that I worked on, Hunters. Yes. Um, the, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. it I looks did. Really I did. good. Yes, it looks, looks really it good. It looks. It looks. I, I drove the guy David Weil who created that show, mm-hmm. and and I remember him talking about it with you know with Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele is an executive producer on the show, and Jordan Peele's production guy, and they were talking about different things and music they use. They ended up using for the trailer. I remember they were they were talking. I remember being in the van with uh, two of them talking about music they were using, wanted to use, and they were like listening to different stuff and asking me what I thought. And I was like, they ended up using Psycho Killer by Talking Heads, right? It works really well. Good. And uh, it is, it's so much better. I had heard good things about it. I had never, I, I have the pilot script, but I never read it. Um, it looks really fucking good. Yeah, I saw the uh, the, the uh, commercial for it. And it looked great. Did, did I tell you, did I tell you that I, that it, when I, um, when I was, before I bought my car, I, I, I uh, returned the Hyundai Elantra that I had rented for two weeks and uh from enterprise rent a car and the kid that that drove me his name is alec uh um borstein um and and uh he's got to be probably no more than 30 but he's probably like closer to like 27 28 and he and i were talking and uh we were talking about and this was he was driving me to to for me to buy my car and he uh, i don't know somehow it came up what i what i do and i said i had worked on the show and he and I and I told him that I had worked, you know, over the summer I worked on a show called um, The Hunters about uh, Nazi hunters. And mm-hmm. so, uh, did I tell you this before? No. Did I tell no. you? I, I know I told someone, but I, he he um, he grew up on Long Island. His father's Jewish, and he was telling me about how his father, like he was, uh, you know, his father won't buy a Mercedes or a Volkswagen because his father hates the Nazis. <sighs> Sounds like right, like Rachel's like he really has a problem. Like he hates yeah. Germans and Nazis. Right? right, it just he will not buy one of those cars ever. Right, you know. So I guess apparently his dad, dad had a Bentley, and then and this kid, you know, who works for Enterprise Rent a Car now, you can move up the ladder very quickly. There, um, had worked in like wholesale auto sales and all this, and we were just chatting, and 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 he he told me that when he was a kid, he researched Nazi hunters, mm-hmm. and he knew all about it. Right, and and it was like, and I honestly I didn't even really know this was a thing. Like I didn't know that that this fictionalized story with, you know, with uh, Al Pacino playing like this patriarch, like the 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 guy that's the the head of these Nazi hunters, mm-hmm. is based on true stories. Yeah. Now he, you know, the the Amazon show goes next level, and it turns into like a Tarantino esque over the top violence thing, and it, part of the thing is, and as I remember it, is the creator. I don't know where this came from, but I remember in the van talking about it, like I said, if and he may have been on a phone call talking to someone else. Is is you know, if we do heinous things, are we as bad as they are? And I kind of think that's where we may be with the whole America versus Iraq. You know, and they all have blood on their hands. 